out beyond ideas of wrongdoing and rightdoing, there is a field. I'll meet you there. When the soul lies down in that grass, the world is too full to talk about. Ideas, language, even the phrase each other doesn't make sense. Hi everyone. Today I speak to my friend Villa, or better known as Wilhelm van der Walt. I met Wilhelm last year at a retreat. We got along very well right from the start, and we kept in contact during the year. He travels a lot for work, so it's not always easy though. When I asked him to be a guest on Meet Me in the Field, he immediately agreed, and then told me what he has been up to in the periods when he went off the grid, so to speak. This podcast is supported by the first layer, the 12-step workbook on working through the 12 steps in any addiction in 21 sessions. There is also a 24-day step coaching and counseling program available based on the first layer. For more information in this regard, go to www.freddy.org.za and click through from the notices at the right of the homepage. This is Valhalla's spiritual journey. Sit back and enjoy. Good Monday morning to you, Villa. How are you doing? I'm well new. Thanks for having me. It's a great, it's a lovely morning. Welcome to Meet Me in the Field on a cold Monday morning yes. in Somerset West. <laughs> Thank you so much for coming through. It's I a big really, pleasure. really appreciate it. And I am pleasure. 100% sure my listeners are going to be quite chuffed. Yes. I'm so excited to have you. Yeah. Because when I asked you to be a guest, you told me about this amazing journey you've gone through. So we met virtually a year ago yes two, two weeks prior prior to a year yeah and we met at the retreat and it was just we got along yeah and it was really really quite nice and then we kind of stayed in touch but you travel a hell of a lot so it's difficult to stay in touch with you i don't know i don't know if you realize that and then when i eventually connected with you for the podcast you told me about this amazing journey you went on so before we get to this journey, let's start at the beginning. Yes. Why do I get the feeling you're from the free state? Because I have a, a, a sticker of the cheetahs in my car. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not that. It's not. Well, I, I love the cheetahs, but no, I am from the free state. Yeah, I guess. So you are from the free state. I am. Okay, I, so it, I must, it, must have, it must have stuck in the back of my mind. Oh, maybe. Yeah, I don't know. From Bloomfontein. I'm from Bloom, yeah. Okay, so Bloom. Grew, born and bred. Born and bred, lived there for 24 years oh and then goodness. moved away. Um, How old are you now? I'm 34, so it's actually, no, yeah, I'm 34, I'm 34. Um, you don't look 34, I think I'm just no, when I when I shave, it's, uh, I, look, I look 12, but then, yeah, so, but so, yeah, I'm turning 35 in, in August now, oh, so it's a big thing, I'm gonna, I'm, it's, it's a huge number for me, yeah. 35 was okay for me, turning 36 was my biggest depression ever. It's a very sad number, 36. Yeah. And it was such a kind of, now I'm really on the wrong side of the 30s. Now it's downhill <laughs> all, all, all yeah. the way. And you, you're you a Kofsi. I am a Kofsi and a, and a Stalis. I did postgrad uh, Stellenbosch. Okay. And, uh, but yeah, I've, I've, I studied um, undergrad and, and honours in Bloom and then moved to the to the further further studies in Stellenbosch. So did you do a master's as well? I did a master's in Stellenbosch, yeah. Wow, yeah. in what? In drama and theatre and then specialising in acting, yeah. Wow. So I've had so you are a master actor. I am a master <laughs> actor. How you go, boy? Yeah, yeah I was it's in Bloom and I I uh, was studying and I went to festivals and I saw other people's work, especially from Cape Town and Stellenbosch, and I just thought I need to study with these people. And then I kind of just realized I it's a decision I had to make. I had to I had to leave Bloom and leave every, all my family and everyone behind and friends, and I wanted to go study with certain people in Stellenbosch. Oh, wow. and, 
and then I ended up working with these people till this day, you know, and that inspired me way back, and I'm very fortunate, yeah. Cool. So, yeah. And was a master's, was that a full-time? It was, but it was, I was lucky. I was the last student, actually, in, like, ever, to have, to have the opportunity of doing the master's in 75% uh, practical and 25% uh, okay. theory. So my... Yeah thesis was very like 50 pages and all my other work on stage oh, was, wow. was for marks so yeah I, I was lucky now it's 100% thesis masters you, you can't do any practical but I was the last yeah. student to have, to have that opportunity so yeah I I just basically raped the system to, to be <laughs> acting to be acting on stage yeah. I, I wasn't that academic so I, I was just using it to to be on stage and to, to work with uh, with all these people that inspired me yeah. but I'm frowning a master's in acting is about acting. It's not about writing. Yes, so but I did. I did you, have to. So I how did, can you do a hundred percent thesis? Stanislav, I'm questioning you. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's a lot of theories and and acting techniques and questions about where it comes from and how it developed. So there's a lot of stuff you can propose to okay. to academics. And mine was a very small fifty-page um, theory about imagination and acting and how that kind of developed through. I okay. had three. Um, uh, kind of teachers um, and I kind of just kind of used them as, as how they used uh, the imagination in acting okay. and, you know, but that was like I said I, I'm I'm not academic I, I just I focus more on the practical side cool. yeah. Yeah. and um, have you ever thought about writing yourself I have two years ago I got sick and I couldn't work for six months oh and, my word no yeah and I actually did a, um, a, a screenwriting course and oh. I, because I have all these ideas and um, there's somewhere on, on my bookshelves, I'm now looking around, oh, there's yeah? the three wells of screenwriting. Oh, oh really? really? Yeah. Do oh, you, there you go. Yeah, the book, there you go. The I've heard about it, yeah. Cool. It's actually really quite awesome. I, I don't do screenwriting, okay. but um, I do use some of it for, for my own writing. Yeah. And so this course kind of just kind of ignited all these tools I, I never learned in cool. school or whatever, yeah. I, because I'm not a writer, but I have these... I really want to, and I have all these great ideas, so now I'm kind of... But it's a daily thing. You need to practice writing yeah. every day, so it's a muscle. And I'm not always that disciplined because I'm an actor, but I'm focusing more on, obviously, my acting. But then, yeah, but there was a great opportunity not being able to work and then just uh, just do this writing thing. And I wrote a short film, and I started writing a play, so it's there. I just need to kind of oh, cool. get into it yeah, yeah, and stay focused on it. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Now, most of the people that I know from Bloemfontein... Their fathers are Duomnis. They're either Duomnis or they're doctors. And or teachers. What's, what, was your father a teacher? He was a teacher for 40 years. He's retired now. Oh but he was in the teaching arena for okay. 40 years. Yeah. And were you a scholar at the school where he taught? No, because okay, I'm cool. very lately, I was very late and unplanned after my, my three siblings. And I'm, so at the time when I was going to school, they were... My mother changed. She was also a teacher, but she changed careers. And then my father was at a school I didn't go to. So, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Hallelujah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think it's absolutely it, it would have been weird idea. thinking about it. I, yeah. That would have been really weird. Yeah, that, it happens so often. Yeah. I mean, when I was at school, most teachers had their children at our school. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, very weird. All my friends, either my friend's father was either the principal or one of the teachers, but it was always a case, yeah. Yeah. Your parents were obviously part of the... Christical Oh, totally, yeah. So, yeah, did, yeah. did you grow up Christian with strong, oh, very strong much. religious yeah, background? I, very much. I I grew up uh, in a very kind of yeah, um, not I would say strict, but it wasn't yeah. It 
it was just normal actually you couldn't, couldn't call it strict really but in those days or um in, especially in Bloemfontein it's just the kind of the norm you yeah you you go to church kind of twice on a Sunday and there's Sunday school and then there's all other stuff they try to organize for the for the kids but youth organizations and yeah but um, but when I was six, my parents got divorced, and then my mother remarried with uh, my stepfather, and uh, it was near the her form. Okay. So then I moved into that kind of, um, which isn't that much different, but it's even more kind it's of strict. Definitely you know, more, and more yeah. dogmatic and more strict. Very. Yeah. And so I was there for the majority of my my school years, but yeah, I I never really um, kind of bought into it. Yeah. Okay. Although I I kind of used it, I guess, and it kind of steered me into in a in a direction i kind of felt worked for me as as much as you can it can work for you as a kid in school or whatever scholar but thinking back now i wasn't really ever i always kind of questioned it okay yeah, so it just didn't really resonate with you yeah there was always a part of me that really questioned it and didn't really understand it and yeah i'm, ra- I'm raising my hand yeah which kind means of that i agree this indoctrination that happens isn't yeah it wasn't really sitting well with me okay although i and religiously went to church then yeah. still but yeah yeah i was always quite confused <laughs> okay and what were you in all the plays and things at school is that where the love of, of, of drama happened or no, how did, how did I, that I did happen? not i did not do theater in school actually. no I, <laughs> I I found an immense um, escapism in, in movies around the time when my parents also got divorced and when they both remarried, which was oh, not, right. a, not a long, a few years later, but my mother had a, um, a local kind of a taste neighborhood. Yeah. Oh, cool. And it was right next to a video shop. And so I just, <laughs> I watched, and still to this day, I've, I go to the movies weekly, you know, and so um, I just watched a lot of movies and I was very fascinated by the fact that but it's this it's this fantasy world but this 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 person on screen is 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 is, is a character and then off screen is someone else yeah, and that, that was very intriguing to me well. yeah so i was really very intrigued by that and then um i ha- i have a family member on my grandfather's side who was a very prominent uh, theater uh, man and figure in in the 50s in south africa and okay. pioneering the oh wow the way for a lot of um, theater people and and actors um so there's some, I guess, some of it in my blood. I, I, I don't know, but um, but yeah, when I studied psychology first, then after school, okay. yeah, because I was very intrigued by the by the human by human behavior and human, the human kind of condition. I remember I was also in like grade eleven, and Big Brother was on TV the first time it hit South Africans, and I was like so intrigued by the psychology behind it and this how people react in certain situations cool, yeah. and how the effect of this seclusion yeah. and the, the, the solitude kind of the effect it has on them. And movies like Cast Away, this kind of alone on an island. And I was really intrigued by kind of just human behavior. And then I thought I should be a psychologist. And then I studied psychology for a year and then ended up by chance in this musical uh, because I also sing. Then I just kind of realized, but I don't, I can just, uh, make believe uh, be a psychologist. I don't need to study to be a psychologist. Oh, I can cool. play. A, yeah. I can I can play a psychologist. And yeah, I met the people of the drama department, and I met all these other spectrum of people. And I just realized I I am um, very like blindly. I didn't really think much about it. I at that 
at that stage, I just kind of switched to the drone department because it looked fun and there was a lot of uh, beautiful ladies. You know? <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, I, uh, I didn't really think much about it. And I told my parents and they said, well, yeah, if you really want to do it, then yeah. You were they okay with it? They were actually, okay. yeah. They just said like, just think it through. And if it's really what you want to do, you, we, yes, do it. Yeah, they didn't really object. I guess it's I'm also the youngest, so they didn't want to yeah. tie me down a lot. But um, and then I started on a six-year yeah, drama study. Venture, oh wow! Yeah, and uh, the rest is history. And I'm very much still to this day having fun, you know, because um, there's a lot of challenges and it's it can be stressful and insecure and but I'm at at least having a lot of fun. And if, yeah. if that's gone, then I might as well just stop because. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I'm I'm really enjoying my work still. And, you know. So you're the second actor that I'm interviewing for Meet Me in the Field. Aha. And both of you seem really busy. And I always <laughs> have this picture of most South African actors of of the cylinder people who hardly ever have work and they wait in their part time and but you seem to be really busy. Yeah. There's, it, it comes it's it's kind of like a it's like the ocean, you know, there's there's tides coming in and then you're really busy. Like I was now away for three weeks and it was this incredible project and I was working so hard and then I have a week off again, which is nice. And I use it now as time to kind of, let's kind of get back to myself and kind of... Pull yourself be, towards yourself. Yeah, just like, like be alone for a few days just to kind of, yeah, get, get like I say, get back to myself. But like five years ago when I have a week off, I would go like, oh goodness, this is, um, I'm going to freak out. I'm going to like, what's happening? What am I doing with my life? But... And that, although that stress has caused me, and that's why I got sick also that I told you, um, yes. for that six months, and uh, that caused a virus to to go to my face and, 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 and get Bell's palsy, you know. Oh so that was, that was that was kind of stress from my <gasps> my work. And, and, and now I'm in a place where I'm like, um, I am working, and, and if there's two weeks off or like uh, something like that, then I can, I should see it as a positive, not a negative. I don't want to control things that much. If stuff needs to flow, if it's for me, it's for me. If it's not for me, then it's. I see it as a as a as a as a sign. Yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> but it's 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 challenging. It's I love a, it when I hear people giving up controlling behavior. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. It's uh, it's exhausting. Yeah, it's it. Like I say, it's it's challenging. And um, but luckily, I've been very blessed to work with very inspiring, creative people, and I. I'm doing this for, for for 15 years now, and I've kind of built up some confidence also and a reputation that that's quite safe, and I can trust that. Yeah, awesome. and I don't want to do anything else. I mean, I really, really love my work. Yeah, I love my job. Yeah, awesome. Yeah, but it's challenging. I can imagine. <laughs> yeah, it's challenging. Yeah. Rather, rather you than me. Thank, mm-hmm. thank you very much. So, completely on the, on well the same topic, but not really related to to a spiritual journey or whatever. I'm just interested in. Who's your favorite actor and actress? Oh wow, funny thing, um, because um, I I got uh, two two baby cats now recently. <laughs> what are the names? I forgot to ask you. Oh yeah, so the ones the ones called they're both males and they're, they're called um, Seymour and and Jeffrey and uh, <laughs> <laughs> Jeffrey is just a, a funny name for me. I just like I just wanted to choose a funny name for me in English. Whoever's listening is Jeffrey. I just, no offense, <laughs> but. Uh, but Seymour is of is, is named of my favorite actor Philip Seymour Hoffman, and, okay. um, and he uh, he died in twenty fourteen of Depression? a drug overdose. No. Drug overdose. Yeah, he, yeah. He, um, he was clean for like uh, twenty one years because when he was younger he had problems, yeah. and then 
flash forward, you got back problems and you got prescription medicine and there was a trigger in that pill. So oh he relapsed me into heroin and he overdosed. Yeah. Anyway, and I've, yeah, I've even flew to watch him on Broadway in a play and I was I really see like, I was really, really inspiring. And uh, he's still, even now with him gone, but... You won an Oscar for... You won an Oscar for Capote. He played yes. uh, Truman Capote in mm. the movie Capote, yeah. Um, but all his work, yeah, he's very... He's, he's, he's got some universe inside him. I can't really describe... I don't know what's going on there, but he's... Oh, he cool. feels a lot and he translates a lot on screen and on stage, whatever. But, uh, um, yeah, so he's he's, 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 he's... he's He died too young, unfortunately. But, yeah, he was... Whoever listening out there will know he's, uh, he's really... He's really... Uh, a force of nature, yeah, and then awesome. um, actress. Actress, um, this is actually dating my favorite living actor now, which is Joaquin Phoenix. But like, he's dating this lady called Rooney Mara, and she's like, she's very young still. I think she's Never mid mid thirties, but she's just re she's beautiful, and she's got this really enigmatic, very like force behind her also in terms of acting yeah it's really beautiful and so yeah she played in that movie the girl with the dragon tattoo okay yeah uh, the the remake the american version oh the american version i and, think uh, i saw the original that, yeah. yeah and so she's she's great she's great yeah oh, cool and your favorite movie <laughs> Well, my favorite movie is, is it like asking you what's your favorite? Who's your favorite <laughs> child? No, I've I've got a favorite one, um, but it's it's actually with also with Philip Seymour Hoffman in, but uh, it's called Magnolia, and it's uh, it's a movie by my favorite director also. Okay, do you know what the magnolia flower looks like? I do. Yeah, I, I was yeah. so stunned when I was in yeah. Johannesburg now yeah. with with my father's drama and everything. Mm. Um, there's a beautiful tree outside. My mother and I stayed with my sister and. Our bedrooms were looking out on the, on the same direction in the garden. And there was yeah. the most beautiful tree. And I said to my mother, I said, what is that? And he said, that's magnolia. Yeah. Oh my God, I never yeah. knew that's what a magnolia yeah, looks yeah, like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Magnolia, yeah. It's, yeah, it's, it's beautiful. a beautiful flower, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I actually, for my last podcast, I used the magnolia flower as the, oh, as really? the picture. Yeah. yeah. So the movie so is... I, I don't know the movie great. at all. Yeah, How it's 1999. It? Okay. Uh, it's three hours long, but it's, oh, uh, okay, it's this... No. Um, Kind of this this mesh of all these a bunch of characters in like a few days in Los Angeles and how their lives intersect and then I love those type of movies. Yeah, no, it's brilliant. Yeah, uh, it's uh, a lot of conventions gets broken and it's uh, I, when I saw it when I was in grade nine, I was like, wow, okay, this is total the the image or the what how I thought movies are was like turned totally upside down. Okay, and kind of changed my whole thoughts on on movie making. Cool. Yeah, and do you read a lot? I, I try to, but I, I can't, I'm struggling with multitasking. So like if I'm okay. in a project, I'm focusing on the script and this okay, project cool, yeah. and I can't do anything else really. I can't, I'm not one of those people that can read 10 pages per night and then I want to read a book in like three days. Oh, like I, okay. I need a holiday for a book. All or nothing. But there's a lot of books <laughs> that's waiting for me. I've got them on my Kindle and oh yeah. <laughs> I'm pointing to my stack that's waiting yeah. for me. <laughs> so I, I just need the time, but I'm. But I'm actually, I had the thought yesterday that I should just make time every day, like two hours for reading. That's that you can read a lot in two hours. Yeah. And why not? I, I can watch an episode less of a, of a series, you know, <laughs> yeah. and okay. read, you know. So, yeah, I don't have any excuse. Yeah. Awesome. <laughs> so, let's talk about this very interesting journey you've been on. <laughs> let's call it the past year. 
because yes. this is Meet Me in the Field, a podcast about spiritual journeys. And when I invited you, you told me, because when I met you, that that retreat was, was is kind of a spiritual retreat in, in a way. So, so I thought, okay, that will be nice to talk to you to find out what happened since then. And then you, what you told me what happened since then was like, fuck, this is amazing. <laughs> yeah. So talk me through it. You, you seem to have done amazingly interesting stuff. I don't want to um, like go back to, to, to when I got sick with the Bell's palsy. So, um, but it actually started there for me also in a way because... And how long ago was that? That was now exactly um, in August. It was two years. Yeah, okay. Yeah, but it's still. I'm still haven't recovered fully. There's Are you like, serious? yeah, there's small muscles. Well, I don't think you can see <laughs> it. But I'm staring at him. <laughs> I don't think you can or anybody will see it. But I mean, obviously, when I look in the mirror, I can see that it's, it's symmetrically there's not it's okay. not aligned. And there's when I chew this side, that this eye goes closed. You know? okay. So there's some small muscles that needs to be linked still. But they say it, it takes a full two years to kind of recover oh, wow. fully. Um, so that was two years ago. That must have been the biggest shock. Is yeah. that something? Is this something that happens quickly, or is it over a period of time that the yeah, muscles so, grow? So I got. I yeah, didn't know the illness at I, all. I got, so. I got, it's the same virus as as, as fever blisters. So it's okay. like herp, that herpes kind of virus, and um, and I always used to get like a lot of uh, like fever blisters on my um, yeah, ach, not you, yeah, cold sore. What's yeah. The, yeah, on my on my lips. And especially when I like overworked or low immune or stressed out and then, but this time I kind of, there's a lot of going on with my relationship at that time and also with my work and I kind of lost projects in a week's time and which was the rest of the year's work. So that's mm -hmm. also stuff that can happen in this industry. But, <laughs> but yeah, so I think I went into kind of a shock and that virus kind of just went to my face oh, and that's wow. Bell's palsy then. Yeah. So, uh, so I kind of first I got ear pain for for like two days and I thought it was like middle ear infection went to the doctor she said no it's just kind of just like a stiff muscle in the back or whatever and then um, two days later I kind of woke up with uh, not a full paralysis but my cheek was kind of kind of I could feel it was hanging oh. kind of over my 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 jaw kind of and uh, yeah, I, I, well, I, I, a lot of people, a lot of people, kind of think it's a stroke, but I just went to my phone and I typed in ear pain and paralysis, and it went uh, Bell's palsy. So, oh, uh, so I was kind of kind of. So yeah. Doctor Google explained. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then I rushed to the doctor, and she said, "Yeah, you've got Bell's palsy," and I thought it was going to be for for like a month, because they say the younger you are, the shorter the yeah the period is of of um, getting better, and so. Yeah, and it was then. It was. It wasn't a month. It was six months. Oh, I wow. had the full kind of the right side of my face was paralyzed, and there was a few plays I still had to do with that kind of situation, also, which was terrible. Mm. And uh, yeah, but then after the plays kind of finished, I had like a good four months where I just I couldn't audition for any new work, and I yeah. couldn't work, and I just had to kind of sit down sit and wait yourself, it out yeah. but sit with myself and figure Oof. out well how can i handle <laughs> stress better you yeah. know and um and then i went to sri lanka also which was great and i put, as we know the whole island is just beaches so i very relaxed a lot there and that kind of helped during me. that period yeah there was a big okay. difference before the trip and after the trip all my friends said wow it's a big change and so there I, there was a lot of like just resting there also yeah. but 
Why Sri Lanka? <clears throat> what made you decide to go to Sri Lanka? Uh, well, I love the East, so I've been kind of everywhere in the East. Okay. Uh, I've got this big thing with the East in terms of the food and the culture and mm -hmm. the, the languages and stuff. So, yeah, that was just another country I wanted to, okay. to tick off. And so me and my ex-girlfriend went there and... Yeah, we just, I just, we, like the whole island is beaches and the, 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 the middle of the country is this tea plantation. So you've got this, that's all there is. It's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, um, and after that, I, I, I kind of recovered, but it's like I say, the, the small detail stuff, yeah. it's, it's still going. So yeah, but so that kind of really put me on a kind of a re new journey in terms of uh, approaching my lifestyle and work and the, the arena I live and work in and um, yeah I kind of almost in a, a, a eight months after that I went through this massive breakup then also mm -hmm. um, and uh, just to, I just want to go back in the bells palsy I also went for the first time in my life on antidepressants because it really threw me into a kind of a, Can imagine, yeah. a black hole um, so that was also a first for me ever in my life like going on that and but yeah, so the breakup happened and then, yeah, I, it was very traumatic. It was, I can't really describe another word for it. Um, I've been through previous breakups, but this one was, it was a six year relationship and mm. yeah, it was, it's long. it was, it was, uh, it was, it was traumatic and I had to find a way to kind of, well, get back to myself because a very, a lot of myself got very kind of lost in the relationship because if you care so much for someone else in a relationship and everything is about the other person and which is a form of codependency i guess then you don't know yourself anymore yeah. really and um <clears throat> so when that happened um it's almost a year now i i'm just in, on a constant mission to to get to know myself because i was never really learned how to do that since ever yeah. since my childhood i don't know mm. i didn't know terms existed like knowing yourself or loving yourself i didn't know that it really existed yeah. so be kind to yourself self self-care yeah self-care <laughs> that? Exactly, yeah. <laughs> that never really existed for me and so so when that happened i kind of got into the process and i saw met and saw great people who kind of helped me with that and um, learned me all that stuff and yeah, so it's been a, it's been great. Although it's, I'm still kind of in the last stages, I guess, of of um, of kind of mourning, I guess, this relationship. Which I look back now, I'm and like all I see now with this relationship is also gratitude. So it's it's so it's oh, amazing cool. that you've that one can step away from it and yeah, that's a final. And phase. that's from both parties, <laughs> you know. There's a lot of gratitude yeah. and uh, yeah. So I've been on a really great journey. Yeah, yeah. that's wonderful. Yeah. So that journey entailed actually physical things that you did. Yeah. You meant the um, the Spanish... <laughs> the, the Camino. Camino. Yes, 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 yeah. <laughs> Camino stuck in my head. I knew that wasn't the word. <laughs> so you did the Camino. I did, yeah. What made you decide to do that? How, was it friends? Was it just an inspiration? Did you do it on your own? Yeah. Talk me I, through this. I... I've had friends who's done it like, and they've done it like way back and recently, but I've always heard about this thing. And yeah. it always, um, I always thought it was like, uh, this thousand kilometer walk and then investigating it more, I realized, but there's different ones. There's not, there's a lot of different Caminos mm -hmm. routes, you know, and then, um, 
I saw that there's a shorter one that's maybe just 300 kilometers and then you can do the French one which is if you do it from a certain uh, stage there's it's only like maybe 400 kilometers so there's different options and then uh, it just kind of kind of happened in a way like I went online and just kind of checked out plane tickets um, and I saw I'm going to punt it now for Air Angola, which got, <laughs> they've got the cheapest ticket. So okay. I got a really cheap ticket um, to, to fly to Portugal. And uh, it was really cheap. And then I thought, well, it's it's online now. It's cheap. I, I'm going to, I just need to do this now. And then I booked it. And then it was six months ahead. And um, I did. So I, I'm, I was going to, I'm planning on walking the Portuguese Camino. Cool. Yeah. yeah. And so I've never been to Portugal, oh, and, and, wow. and that for me is the the, the perfect excuse because <laughs> I've done most of the countries in Europe. Yes. So yes, for yes. me, that will be the perfect excuse to go to Portugal and to do yeah, Portuguese. Yeah. So yeah, and then I had enough time to kind of prepare and talk to people and kind of just I didn't also didn't want, want to know too much, but then I arrived there and um, on your own. I went on my own. Oh, wonderful! And. Uh, I had a few days holiday in, in, in Lisbon and Porto, but then in Porto I started the walk and uh, it was I, 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 it took me 12 days to reach the cathedral in, in, in Santiago de Compostela. And uh, yeah, I'm already looking for tickets back because it was too short. I want to like do at least a month walk. You know? oh. yeah. Like 12 days was just, it was just too short. Yeah. yeah. So how many days did you virtually walk a day? It it's it, it differs every day, but it, on average, I would say it was about, uh, yeah, about like 22, 23, yeah. That's quite a lot. So yeah. you, you, you did walking. Yeah, you, but the first three days, I was, around with it. exactly, yeah. the first three days, I was like, um, like, I just, I'm just enjoying this so much. I walk like 30 kilometers a day. You know? Oh, wow. And then after three days, I realized I don't have to rush. I don't, I'm exhausting myself. Yeah. And then I kind of scaled it down then I chilled in this one town for a bit and then I took it further on but uh yeah no you can you can decide you on your own your own pace you can you can make it your own you, you don't have to you know there's no rules you just need to um finish it whenever that is it, it's your own decision yeah. you know um so if you do it again will you go from France you do the so so yeah. What is actually the, the Spanish Camino, but it's actually the French one. So because no, yeah. it starts in France. Yeah. <laughs> so 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 mine's all, mine was also the Portuguese one entering Spain then. But yeah. So when I go back, I want to do this one called the uh, Via de la Plaza, which is the Silver Way, okay. which is from the south of Spain, oh, wow. Seville, and then that goes up to um, oh fabulous. That's nine hundred kilometers. Ooh. Yeah. Do you know that Cape Town's got a Camino? Is it the um, the one from Cape Point to the Cape? There's, there's a circular route. If if you Google the Cape Town Camino, there's actually a circular route. And and oh okay. Yeah, I just looked at it for interest sake. Yeah, because there's a Tanqua Camino also where where they have where they where they have Africa Africa Burn, but when it's not Africa Burn, there's this it's on this road between Sirius and 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 Colfino, oh, wow. which, is the, which the is the longest in September. Say again. I'm going to the Tonkwa in September. Oh, really? So that could oh, be interesting wow, yeah. too. Yeah. So so that that's a. F I think it's a. F I'm not sure. I think it's like a seven day walk. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So, <clears throat> does anything happen for you spiritually, while you're walking on your own? Yeah. There's there's a lot of like I said. It's a, it's there's a lot of people doing this, and uh, now it's season, so it's 
we're talking about 1,500 people per day mm. arriving at the cathedral. Wow. I mean, that's too what, much for What me. time of the year did you walk? I walked end of March, beginning of April. Which and what was, was the weather like? Was it cold? It was, it, was, uh, it was coming out of the winter, so it wasn't that cold. But out of the 12 days, it was um, I had eight days of rain. Oh, my <laughs> word. And uh, which wasn't, it, it was, it's, not, it's not a storm, it's just like drizzle. So, yeah. And you kind of get used to it, but uh, I'd, I'd rather do that. And there's not a lot of people in. So, yeah. I mean, there were days it was just me on the road. And, I would love that as well. Uh, I, yeah, I would so, prefer quiet time. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, but what I wanted to say, so there's a lot of people doing this. It's either for spiritual reasons or just maybe specifically for religious reasons. Yeah. Or, and then, or just for fitness. People just having a hike, you know. And, and so... Um, I didn't really know what I was going to get out of it. Um, I just knew I wanted to hike through two countries, countryside. That's all I wanted to kind of do. But then what started happening was um, there's a spiritual component or thing that happens after kind of, I would say for me it was after four days, you go into this kind of a weird um, Camino walk trance almost like where you can like just walk for thousands of kilometers your body can just go because it's it kind of i think it's because of the nature and the connection there but it's also because there's a deep connection with yourself that yeah. well, that's at least what happened for me because it's a foreign country it's everything's foreign so your senses are quite alert but you're still in solitude in a way yeah so there's a lot of if you i, I mean if you can call a higher connection with yourself spiritual i guess you can mm. but then yeah that's what happened for me and um that's why i would say i would recommend it to anyone doing the camino or any long distance hike and it doesn't have to be alone it's great for couples or even father son or mother daughter mm. but um but i would recommend it doing it alone because it you 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 it's uh yeah well and i'm talking only from my perspective but it was this kind of a a place of purification, you know. So yeah, that that's what happened to me, and oh, lovely. and that's why I will chase that. Doesn't have to be constant uh, or like the whole time, but um, to me, I need to make go make that connection like yeah. twice a year or three times. A year. I'm going on a big hike in September again uh, in Namibia um, on my own. The fisher, sure, yeah. Oh my word, yeah. And uh, so on your own, yeah. And you know, you need to be you need to be three people. But um, the people there, very nice of them, told me how I can kind of okay, cheat cool. this thing to do. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh my word! And it's um, I've done it before with friends, and when I was there, I had the real I've, I had a real deep connection with the nature there, without sounding esoteric. But like yeah. I really felt like wow, this is um, well, my higher power is nature. So, yeah, so, yeah, so, yeah, so yeah. for me, there's nothing esoteric about exactly. I mean, yeah. While we while we're chatting. <laughs> I've got a bird feeder outside my window and, and while Villa is talking I'm watching the birds coming to, to, to feed and that's clever and for a very long time I felt guilty because called nature, nature. my higher power but I don't go on, on, on lots of hikes and those mm -hmm. type of things mm -hmm. until I realized that my connection with higher power, with nature is very much on a micro level okay. it, it, it's the birds that comes to feed it's me walking in the garden it's and the seeing flowers yeah, 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 the, yeah, that type of yeah, thing yeah, yeah. And I felt I felt very good when I eventually made that connection because I felt guilty. Mm, mm. Is all these people go on these wonderful hikes and people say, but you don't go on long beach walks. I'm just not that type of person. Yeah, um, yeah. But this is this is what I do. 
is yeah. I, I watch my that beautiful bird um, yeah. eating at my feeder. So, and you also did a ten day silent retreat. I did. What do you yeah. call that? Vipassana. That's the vipassana um, meditation technique. Um, Where did you did that? That's in Worcester, and so there's. Okay. So it's the only one in South Africa, and there's, there's 160 all around the world, the same centers. Okay. And there's one in, in South Africa, and that's in Worcester, in the mountains, beautiful there. And uh, it's, quite ex- it's quite extreme. For me, it was. It was kind of... Um, what made you decide to do that? Was that before or after the, the... It was right after the, the breakup. Okay. Also. <laughs> yeah. I guess for a while now, although I'm now kind of not struggling, but it's kind, it's kind of touch and go for me, meditation. I'm, I'm, I still need to kind of get into it again it's been on a kind of a hi- hiatus but uh but that time and prior to that i was um i was doing a lot of meditation so okay. yeah i wanted to kind of i wasn't struggling with meditation but um as such but i was it felt like i reached the kind of a kind of against the roof and, and i wanted to kind of just not learn a new technique but just kind of the technique they learn there is kind of it's 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 different and it's the approach to it is, it, I, I, was, I was curious to see what it is. And so, so that was the one reason. And the other reason is, um, again, like, um, I'm, like I said earlier, I'm very much interested in human behavior and kind of in solitude and where the mind goes and how your mind functions in those situations. So I was, I wanted to go there and see how that would be for me. And then, Arriving there and the first three days was like, <laughs> I was shell-shocked. Yeah, no, it was hard because they take everything from you. You can't write, you can't read, you can't, you can't talk. Obviously, it's silence and uh, you, 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 you don't have anything with you. Yeah, and um, you only have your mind and then 10 hours a day of meditation. So the first three days was like, I wasn't sure if I was going to stick it through. You know, I was kind of getting worried and I wasn't sure how to handle this because it's, yeah... They wake you up at night at four in the morning and like you start to meditate and then it's kind of all day long but it's and then after four days your body and mind kind of accepts and kind of understands this routine and uh and this this kind of this technique they because it's a course in in uh, in, in and of itself okay. like it's a you, you you have class actually and they they kind of teach you how to do this very in, like uh, hands-on ex- in, in, intensely and um, yeah I heard some people doing it and said the worst for them was the physical body pain yes yeah and th- that scares me um, yeah because if I sit and meditate I actually sit with with, with my, my back against the wall mm. with cushions because my back is so yeah, sore yeah yeah so can you do that yeah so th- on day th- Two, because there's an hour per day between 12 and 1, you can go uh, speak with the teacher. That's okay. the only time when you can speak, but it's only with the teacher and you can ask him questions about the technique. Okay. So I went there twice and then I had a few questions about some of the technique, but m- both times my questions were, can I get a chair? <laughs> <laughs> and, and the answer was no. And he said, well, and he only said, well, just try for a few days like this and then we'll see and then like i said day four or five your body i could physically feel my body getting stronger you know like and and sitting the full hour because you sit uh, hourly and then you get a break but then so i could sit for an hour okay on day five and not 
Hi, Kerry. Tyson, Tyson, <laughs> wow. Tyson has entered the building in his normal, <laughs> non-quiet non way. <laughs> so yeah, it was amazing to literally feel your body and mind getting stronger. Okay. I could, I could, I could feel that like really happening. And, oh wow! Uh, and then day ten arrives, and when you can speak again, it feels like it feels weird to speak. I again. don't want. I don't want to do yeah. this. But you, you learn a lot about yourself, and there's a lot of stuff that comes up, obviously, when you're in that kind of solitude. I can and, imagine. And yeah, there's a lot of stuff you that comes up, and that you didn't e either didn't know about yourself or revisiting old yeah. stuff. And it's it's uh, I found it very valuable. So yeah. Were you afraid before you started? Were you were you were you anxious? Were you nervous for what's going to happen and whether you can do it and or were you just just an excitement and say bring it on? Yeah, I, I was. Th th there was much more excitement and uh, yeah, I've I've when when I, when I when I have a challenge like that in front of me, I I'm really interested. I'm not ever worried that I'm gonna freak out to be scared. Okay. Really. I, in, in a situation like that, I'm quite curious more in terms of wow, this will just this is just for improvement. Really, okay. I'm not really gonna suffer. So you 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 embrace the opportunity for personal growth that exactly, that's what exactly. I mean. and see where it takes you and, and, and see what you what you can actually exactly it, exactly yeah. although with the fish of I'm, I'm quite scared okay. <laughs> yeah because um, uh, something can go wrong and you rely well yeah I'm gonna take uh, like a, obviously like a, a satellite phone okay. and um, yeah the stuff I've, that's I'm gonna do differently now when as when I was with friends but uh I'm just uh, well. There's only one thing I worry about, and that's getting lost. But then that's fine. I mustn't get lost. That's. Yeah. <laughs> but um, I'm very worried about getting lost. But I, 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 I shouldn't get lost. <laughs> yeah, I shouldn't get lost. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, I'm just more kind of. Yeah. What 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 scares me a bit is, is I'm gonna be very lonely there. Yeah. yeah. It's gonna be like yeah. It's gonna be um, a big yeah. Although I I. I'm chasing that solitude, but it's gonna be. I'm gonna really have to like face myself, and it's yeah. yeah. It's gonna be. It's gonna be great, but it's gonna be intense. Yeah, yeah. It's gonna be interesting, because it's it's the it's the it's this in, this really overflow of nature also, and yeah. and uh, and myself then. Yeah. I did a bit of a, I think a day ride on 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 horses from I yes 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 and what was really nice doing it on a horse was the the other natural natural creatures weren't afraid. Mm. They, they they kind of where I think if you're on 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 by foot they would be nervous, but they mm. weren't with mm. with us on mm. horses. Mm. Mm. So I, I feel as if we actually saw a lot yeah. that we not wouldn't have seen. Yeah. So now. Bye, Tyson. So now you've met Tyson. You <laughs> <laughs> just came to say. <laughs> <laughs> and you've also mentioned. I don't know what to call it. Is the word for it the mushroom retreats? Yeah, so uh, they call it the, the Soma retreat, Soma. Uh, which is a, just a kind of a sacred mushroom or sacred plant, but sacred mushroom retreat. For a lot of people that doesn't know what that is, it's in basic terms, it's it's a magic mushroom. Yeah. Uh, and if you want to go even like more specific, it's a, they call it the psilocybin retreat, which is psilocybin is the psychoactive ingredient in okay. the in the mushroom then. Which is here in Somerset West, yeah. And uh, I actually learned about it at the same retreat where we met a year ago. Okay. Yeah, from one of the members there. And uh, yeah, like like I said, in this two years or or since the illness or the the past year since the breakup, I'm 
just in a very very big journey of of coming back to myself yeah. and 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 getting to know myself and a lot of people might think you know it's a drug or it's an, don't use it as an escape yeah but the thing with mushrooms are is like is like it's quite the opposite of an escape it's really like going you're facing inside, yourself yeah. and going inside and facing yourself and so this retreat is um yeah. Sorry, to, it's a very controlled environment. What very I, controlled. Because somebody I know whom I also chatted to also does that, and he now helps hold space. Yes, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah he's, he's one of in the a, hold, holder spaces. In a therapeutic way? Or is in this? a therapeutic way, okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. He, he's also a qualified counselor, so he goes okay, yeah. and, and, and he, he helps hold space yes, for yeah. So it's a very, very controlled um, yeah, and space so, that you're in. So it's not as if you a group of friends kind of no, 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 d- no, no, packing no. magic mushrooms no, no, and no, tripping. No. It's, it's, it's a very, it's, very different oh, totally, environment than that. Totally, yeah. And to add on to that, it's like, it's very easy or maybe popular to to take five grams of mushrooms and go to a festival and yeah. mix it with alcohol and weed or whatever or take it at home and have a party but it's, it's, it's this is not what it's about firstly and second of all this place this woman has is like it's really like it's about the place I mean it's yeah it it's it's the environment it's the people that's they call them watchers and they they sober and um, and they kind of there to not just assist you if there's kind of if you want to go to the bathroom or if yeah. there's a kind of a problem for you, but they're not. It's not. It's not a guided therapy session. Yeah. It's, uh, it's just with yourself yes. in a very um, peaceful and a very sacred environment in this woman's house, and um, I've been there twice. And um, yeah, it's it's obviously very alternative and people. It's very stigmatized, uh, like psychedelic drugs, and people don't know much about it. But I. I can, for myself, I can't hold it back anymore. I've found it very beneficial and it's really, um, it was a significant event in my life. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, so you know the third person I know who sees that. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Actually, I've never met anybody who did that retreat who has something bad to say about it. It's an amazing check in with yourself and you have a lot of like insight and perspective on kind of what's going on and and where you're going and where you're coming from and people around you people in your life and everything kind of that you want to allow into that space that will be kind of viewed and taken care of by very ancient knowledge yeah yeah it's amazing <laughs> it's very magical yeah it's very special and did you also do that on your own or did you I go did with that on my okay. own yeah yeah i did i did um in October, they call it the heroic dose, which is the five grams, and then uh, the first of June. Now, uh, I did the eight gram. Okay. Yeah, yeah. And the days afterwards, how do you feel? The day right after, you feel a bit tired because uh, you don't sleep much. Yeah. Because I mean, you your mind is quite awake, and yeah. the serotonin levels are spiked. So you kind of just like, uh, especially with the eight gram, I couldn't sleep all night. I was just like my mind was just like in thought the whole time, and then the next day. You kind of so yeah. you need to it's, it's you quite need exhausting to, to, to self care the next day. Take it, totally, take and it. and still today, and but especially the weeks after that, and uh, yeah, I, the thing with the soma retreat or the mushrooms, it's it's not gonna it's not gonna heal anything. It's a tool to to change your relationship or you know how you see a lot of stuff in your life, yeah. and uh, yeah, it's just like. 
in terms of rewiring how you see stuff and how you feel about yourself and how you feel about the world and your empathy levels and it's a lot of stuff yeah i can go on yeah so through all through this journey that 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 you've gone on Hmm. what has changed for you can can, can you pinpoint it can you say i I now know that that this this has changed for me i yeah i well first of all i mean i i'm still in a process and it's and it's going to be a lifelong process of getting to know myself and wonderful and practicing self-love and self-care which is now much clearer for me than it was a year ago or two years ago but so already your understanding of self-love and self-care no let's let's put it this way so already you 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 are starting to get an understanding yes, of yeah, self-love yeah, and self-care yeah, concepts yeah. that were foreign to you yes, before exactly, because what exactly. you used to do was just drive yourself to the nth degree and not know how to love and yeah, care for yeah, yourself yeah, yeah, okay yeah, cool yeah. but apart from that um i've just learned to kind of in a way and I have in a way, but it's now time for me to stand up for myself also. Like, and I can't be chained. Um, and there's a lot of stuff that, that, that has kind of chained me to a wall my whole life. And fear, 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 fear and insecurities fear. and, and uh, a, a, a traumatized childhood and, and insecurities, like I say, and, and stuff that has really kept me from living and, and kept me from growing into the man I'm, I'm really supposed yeah. to be. And I know where I'm. I'm going now. There's a target now, you know. Um, so I'm at the point now where I I can't be, in a way, changed by that anymore. Um, I, it's now. It's 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 done now. I can't be. <laughs> I can't have res- I can't have resentments anymore about stuff that happened, and that's why I'm like this now. Yeah. Or I can't have, you know, shame about stuff. I can't have, you know, I, this is, this is me now. And this is now who I, I know where I want to go. So there's no space anymore for stuff that's, that's holding me back and stuff that doesn't serve me anymore. And, oh, and, and in terms of, and, and there's a lot of stuff in, in terms of yeah. negative thinking or mm. stuff you want to, um, find escapism in or because in life there's, you know, our brains constantly wants to, seeking for like distraction that's yeah. that's the nature of the brain but it, that can get very distorted and so i've learned now that there's certain stuff i that's not saving me anymore so yeah and i and i'm i need to literally stand up for myself yeah. because i know where i want to go so yeah and that that's awesome. what i've learned kind of being with myself and a lot of people are afraid of being in solitude yeah. and again and it can get lonely but it only gets lonely when you're not focusing on yourself anymore. That's when it gets lonely. Mm. But if you're in solitude and you're really just having amazing conversations of like, like trying to understand yourself and feeling feel, like feel for yourself, then that's when solitude gets very rewarding. Yeah. yeah. It sounds as if what's really happening for you is that you, you have come to realize and you are, are learning and getting tools of how to show up for life for you. Yes, yes, exactly. And that's important. Do you see a change in yourself as an actor because of this process? I do, actually, especially um, after my illness also. There was a shift for me. Uh, there There was always, I guess, like, 
it's 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 always the same approach in terms of my approach to my work and stuff. But there's a level of consciousness now that 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 sank in and that I'm aware of now, and that's that's real. I can, it, I, I can, maybe the word is maturity, but I I can feel there's a maturity now in me approaching my work and being on stage or being in front of the camera. It just I don't know if people can see a difference, but I feel a difference, and um, yeah, it's it's uh, I'm enjoying it also more because, uh, like I said earlier, my work it can make you negative, it can make you jaded, not uh, make you love your work anymore. But I'm finding joy in it again. Yeah, awesome. Yeah, so um, it's very yeah. I've I've found that there were some shifts made for me in okay. not in my personal life, but also in my my work life, yeah, as cool. an actor, yeah, yeah. <laughs> awesome. Question, last question. Yes. And I always say last question is never the last question. So, <laughs> so let's see what's going to come up. I always wonder when I, I if, there's a lot of scenes that I watch on film or whatever, and you think, surely you must feel so ridiculous doing this. <laughs> and do you, do you, is it professional professionalism or, or do you actually just kind of at stages in rehearsals and stuff break down and, and just feel completely <laughs> stupid about what you're doing? Oh totally, yeah. No, there's And you giggle and you laugh about oh, it. Oh totally. There's um there's when I mean, you get a script and it's it's written it's not written well, it's it's really ridiculous or or it's the script is fine but you're not finding this character and it feels weird or you're not having a connection with the director. You're not on the same page as him, and he sees it differently. Then, but there's a frustration and then ridiculousness, ridiculousness. But um, I can. Yeah, the only thing I can say is that yeah, I mean, I've been doing it for quite a while, and you need to find you need to find to ground it. You find a way to ground it. Otherwise, it's gonna. If you feel it's weird, it's gonna come across as weird, and okay. so so you need to you need to spend time with it and ground it, and obviously connect with your director and fellow actors to to make it real because it's not real. <laughs> My work is I'm put, I'm portraying someone else, and it's not it's yeah it's not real, but it, I need to make it real. Um, but yeah, obviously in the early stages of rehearsal, there's <laughs> there's, there's some ridiculous <laughs> stuff that comes out, and it's funny and it's frustrating and it's. Some days you don't want to act anymore, but then you need to um, you need to ground it, and the only way you can ground it is through experience, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Cool. Or just yeah, special talents. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> techniques. Yeah, techniques. There's yeah. techniques for yeah. everything. Yeah. But I thank you so much. I so this thoroughly enjoyed this yeah, conversation. Thanks, Freddie. Thank great. you for coming through, and good luck for your what do you call it? What you've got now? A read through. A read through. Oh, of cool. A TV show. Exciting. <laughs> Thank you so much. And I am looking forward to, not this coming weekend, the weekend after that, spend some more quality time with you on the retreat. Yes. And um, let's hope we can have some nice chats again. Yes. But thank you very much. Look after yourself. Thanks to you. You too. Thanks.